The following program is a Podcast One.com production. And here it is. Yes! 1-800. Oh, no, wrong show. That's right. <laughs> the greatest podcast in the goddamn world. The Mike and Dr. Drew Show. Welcome, everybody. Uh, every once in a while, Dr. Drew, yeah. we like to invite guests on this show. It's not very often we, we have guests on the podcast, but... Um, Usually they are of a a life hacking or fitness and health right uh, uh, kind of bent yeah bent or ilk and uh, tonight is no different a very interesting man Mr Dave Asprey he is the man behind uh, bulletproofexec.com um, most well known probably for bulletproof coffee and the upcoming book the bulletproof diet hey Dave how are you man I am great Mike. Uh, it's a real pleasure to meet you I've been following you and your work and also been a, a supporter of mo- mostly the MCT oil for uh, for a long time now, long before... Well, let's, let's um, describe what that is so people don't... Uh, we shorthand a lot of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, mostly I, I'd actually like you to discuss it uh, and, and give kind of background on medium chain triglycerides and what really got got you started on Bulletproof Coffee in about general. The Tibet story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's talk about what Bulletproof Coffee is, and that'll take us into what MCT oil is and the whole Tibet story. Yeah. A long time ago, about 10 years, I'm in Tibet and decided I wanted— Wait, time out. Okay, I got it. You, I mean, were you always that type? Because most people don't start stories with— so I'm in Tibet. I mean, were you were you always a guy, even when you were younger, who knew that you were going to grow up to be this kind of— Dosecki's man type of dude because you come no off way. that way. No way. I weighed 300 pounds when I was ending my computer science studies okay. in my undergrad. I was a fat computer hacker. Okay. I also started getting brain fog in my mid-20s, like really serious brain fog. I'm at the company that created modern cloud computing, like Google's first servers were in our buildings. And I'm working. I have this great career in Silicon Valley, and I'm realizing I don't know what's going on at the end of the meetings half the time. Something's you, you, wrong. You had sleep apnea. You were 300 pounds. Uh, it turns out it wasn't just apnea. I mean, my epinephrine levels were off the charts. I had job stress. I had life stress. And it turns out I also had exposure to toxic environmental mold that really was causing some massive inflammation in my body, which was part of the obesity that I had. And it's really hard to track something like that down, so different people thought it was different things. What was your diet like, though? I mean, were you a guy who was surprised to be 300 pounds? Or because yeah. my, father's, my father's right in that ballpark, and he's a very sh- smart man. I mean, a, a super high IQ. But he's, he's not shocked that he's overweight. I mean, my dad consumes the type of food. Or were, was this inflammation kind of a, a hidden um, enemy of yours, and you were eating a, a healthy diet? The inflammation was a part of it. And I started trying different diets. I mean, fat people, we, we know we're fat. Sure. And... You can maybe do emotional eating and try and hide from things like that. But I finally decided after three knee surgeries by the time I was 23, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to just lose this weight no matter what I have to do. For 18 months straight, I worked out six days a week, an hour and a half a day, half cardio, half weights. I cut my calories to about 1,800 calories a day, sometimes a little bit less. I ate a low-fat diet. And I got strong, but I didn't lose the fat. My pants were still like a 44 or a 46. So I'm walking around, and I'm a strong fat dude, but I'm still a fat dude. Did you, fe- did you feel any better? Was the mood uh, yeah. and the, and the cognitive uh, changes, were they there? 
it helped both of those to some extent, but I actually got the cognitive fog even worse after that. Really? Did you, did you maintain the 1,800 calories a day? Was that a religious maintenance? It wasn't religious, and I didn't weigh everything every day, but I did weigh things enough. And, and I just looked around, and I'm like, wait a minute. I eat less than all of my thin friends. And it turns out that likely I had some damage to the mitochondria in my body, which is shown to happen. Certainly thyroid problems. I used to have Hashimoto's. I don't have the antibodies to it anymore. Hashimoto's is when your thyroid gets slow because your immune system attacks it. And I had autoimmunity going on, quite a lot of it. I didn't know any of this at the time. All I knew was I'm trying to work in this fun career. You know, I'm trying to establish myself as, you know, a young entrepreneur. And I'm feeling like crap all the time. I've had sinus infections every month for more than a decade. I've been on antibiotics more times than I can count. And basically, something's wrong. When my doctor told me that vitamin C would kill me, literally, he said, stop, it'll kill you. And I just said, like, this doesn't make sense. I realized Well, that because there's, there's this data that shows that people that take large amounts of vitamin C are likely to die young. They're more likely to die at a sooner age than that's yeah. what he must have been referring to. I believe that is what yeah. he was referring to. Yeah. But when I asked him for some of the counter arguments, other doctors had said it didn't appear like I was getting a balanced opinion on it. And certainly, you know, 500 milligrams, which was the kind of dose we were talking about, doesn't appear to cause immediate death. Right. <laughs> so I went out and I started doing a bunch of research. And that was the start of my biohacking because this was, for me, a life or death. Also, it was a career and just having control of your own biology. So I went down this path, and I ended up running an anti-aging education group in Palo Alto uh, for more than a decade. I've been a chairman or a board member or president, and we've been bringing research experts in every month to talk to the public about anti-aging therapies, about hormones, about mitochondrial function. So I got to learn from all these guys in addition to my own work. It's funny. I was thinking about – just if I could just give yeah. a, a, a sidebar. I was thinking about mitochondria today for some reason. Who doesn't? <laughs> no, I was, and I was thinking. I, I really believe this. Is gonna, for people who don't know, mitochondria are basically the energy producing. <laughs> thank you. We need to take rid of the, get rid of the bell for this show. The podcast it doesn't get. Yeah, it now. exactly. <laughs> the, are the energy producing factories in your cells, and they are identical to microbacterial organisms, including having their own DNA. Really, and it, I'm of the belief. I've been in this belief for a long time that they came from outer space. They they just, and they've intercalated wow. themselves into cells, and that's what created multicellular organisms. That before that, it was just sort of unable to. I, I believe you know things rain in you know, radiation, do, yeah. gamma rays. Why couldn't something get in here that found its way inside the uh, what was a burgeoning animal cell at the time? And it allowed it to become a multicellular organism because well, it was able to produce enough energy by symbiotically ex- coexisting within an animal cell. It, I mean, listen, that, to a dummy like me, this stuff is fascinating. But my question is, from a, on a, in a basic level, how different are the mitochondria of human beings and say like like apes or I mean they're uh, the same. They identical. are okay, yeah. So, uh, they, but but it's also the same as it looks and acts like E. coli. Yeah. They're ident- not exactly identical to E. coli, but very similar to E. coli. Yeah. But right. mitochondria is a, is a big kind of point of, of discussion for athletes. I mean, uh, oh, that's sure. a, you yeah, know, that's the energy cofactors yeah. and things like that. I just, I just, I don't, I, understand I, you, know, much, I, but... you know what got me going? I was, somebody was on radio or something talking about aliens, and I thought, you know what? Oh, no, it was Howard Stern. <laughs> it was Stern, yeah. Alien life forms. And I go, you know, people need to think a lot more creatively about what they're, I mean, it's not going to look like a human being. Maybe it looks like a mitochondria. And I started thinking, well, probably mitochondria was was at one time something that yeah. wrote, in, wrote in on an asteroid and, and found its way in the I, animal My cell. belief 
uh, with Alien Lifeform is that that is where cock came from because <laughs> they're even like a beautiful cock is still alien. It's an odd thing. Blame you know? the mitochondria. Like, yeah. Anyway, back to right, yeah, back to Mr. Asprey. <laughs> right, yeah. Pay no attention to our sidebars. But. Yeah. So anyhow, how did I get to all this? You were you were doing anti aging. Yeah, yeah. and and I I ended up getting very educated in ways to increase the way your brain works because mine didn't work. I started taking smart drugs. I started measuring my cognitive function using a relatively standardized thing fifteen years ago that was hard to do. Now I do it with more rigorous testing, and I realized that there were things in my environment and things I was doing that I had control of that were affecting my brain and my energy levels even days after I did them. So I started tracking this and looking at all the different theories, experimenting. I was a raw vegan for quite a while. And after I lost the vast majority of the 100 pounds or so that I've, I've lost, I realized, all right, I'm going to go spend three months traveling in Asia because I didn't think I'd be able to do it. I had arthritis in my knees when I was 14. There's yeah. still a screw in my right knee. And I walked throughout Asia. Like, it was awesome. So it, was, it was a celebration, essentially, oh, yeah. of, of yeah. Dr- yeah. the dramatic life change. Can, yeah. can I put a chicken or egg question into yeah. this? Because you became a raw vegan, and maybe that is what crossed you over to allow you to lose the rest of the weight. No. I'm just – let me continue. And then, and then maybe when you lost the weight, that's what the inflammation really quieted down. It was the excess weight that your body really couldn't handle. It was flipped. I didn't lose the weight as a raw vegan. I lost the weight before I became a raw vegan. Then I did the raw vegan thing. I felt great, and I did lose some muscle mass, and I felt really good for about three months, and then I started getting a lot more autoimmunity. My Hashimoto's got way worse. With the weight down. With the weight down. Hmm. Yeah, because we know big fat cells create more inflammatory cytokines, and it causes actually cognitive inflammation specifically. that, That... You know that. You know that, right? Yes, yes. I mean, that's I know it in that, dummy terms, but yes. Yeah, I don't think the public quite gets that because that's a really important point. And particularly as you age, I bet my hypothesis is it gets worse as you age. Could, yeah. Well, real quick, before we get back to, to Dave's story, um, Drew or, or Mr. Asprey, if you could explain what you just explained, but in terms that maybe like a guy like I could understand. Great, he's used to doing okay. it. So – when you're fat, uh-huh. your fat cells themselves make things that cause more inflammation, and you feel it in your head first. So it's harder to have brain energy and to have focus and just even have willpower when you're fat. Do, do you, there's a lot, again, we're dragging you all over the place here. I know you're trying to tell your story in a linear <laughs> way. We won't allow it. Um, e, e, well, it's, and it's, it's, it's great. It triggers all Actually, our, I was going to say, but, but all these fun. little tributaries yeah. that we go off on are very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Mitochondria being an alien, for instance. Yes, of course. And cock. Uh, <laughs> But uh, the uh, fish oils are very big right now, and the MCTs, too, in terms of impact on brain function. Is, is that where you're going with this? Certainly MCTs were a part of it. Yeah. I mean, even coffee itself has definitive effects. Beneficial on, effects. Yeah, beneficial effects. So there's many different things you can do to address inflammation. And I found that finding the things that cause the most inflammation for you is most effective because we're genetically different. Yeah. But there are some basic rules you follow. And when I put together the Bulletproof Diet, for my own purposes, I realized, well, there's general rules for most people. So why don't you start with a diet that's very unlikely to cause inflammation and then go down from there. And you can even use an iPhone app, a free one, to measure whether you're getting sympathetic nervous system stress from eating a food that you have an allergy to that you don't know about. Mm. So there's some things you can do to just lower the systemic stress you have, which lowers inflammation, which makes it easier to lose weight. And then there are things you can do about going into fat-burning mode called ketosis. Uh, it's popular in paleo circles and all. But there's a side benefit to ketosis. 
that most people don't know about. And it's not just that your body burns fat for fuel instead of carbs. The traditional ketosis diet is the Atkins diet. Sure. That's, you, I mean, I think that's where the general majority of people became familiar with the idea of ketosis yeah. or just, be, you know, going becoming, quote unquote, carb depraved. It's a lot more intricate than that. But where your, your kidney and liver function actually change around using ketone bodies as opposed to, to say, fat cells. Exactly. And, and you, you do get some benefits from that. And I did the Atkins diet. I lost 50 pounds on the Atkins diet a long time ago. And the problem is that you tend to get more inflamed because you're eating too much protein and you're eating bad fats. Mm-hmm. So when you end up replacing the bad fats with good fats, ones that don't oxidize as easily and adequate fish oil and adequate krill oil and things, basically some plant-based omega-3s but not excessive amounts. Why, why plant-based? Um, some plant-based omega-3s because avocados taste good for the most part. Just because you like And they're it. available. Got it. Uh, I actually believe that fish-based, animal-based omega-3s are better. So uh, coconut oil, grass-fed butter, things like that that are stable in heat that don't oxidize easily and that don't form – omega-6-based cell membranes that cause inflammation. That's a, a core part of the Bulletproof diet. And one, That's a big problem, I think. Yeah. And, and I think one of the big things that I – and I eventually wanted to talk to you more in depth uh, about when you get to the – where what really MCT oils are and things like that. But when people hear fat, yeah. the people who – they oftentimes are looking at – Corn oil. They're looking yeah. at well, the idea uh, of soy good fat oil. is a novel and n- right. not well distributed notion. Right, and yeah. and I mean when we get when we break down for people who are unfamiliar the idea of bulletproof coffee and MCT, you know, you're trying to get the 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 average person to put and, fats and into their and, coffee. And let's be totally transparent here too. This is not a commercial for you. No, we invite him here because we Mike and I got preoccupied with the bulletproof coffee. I and invited, we want to talk about. I it. invited Mr. Asprey <laughs> yeah. here because I again I've been following yeah. his and career this, and his we, work. There's no money exchanging. There's no that a commercial. And we were just interested in what you. And I, and I'm not going to pitch anything. No, 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 right, no, no. Right. And I, I well, you I can, be, but I, it's on you. <laughs> I'd be happy to do it for you because yeah. I believe in the product and I believe yeah. in the ideas. Because this is how it all got started. Drew, obviously, taking by taking a look at him, takes very good care of himself and believes. Yeah. Yeah, but fully, I, but I get overweight really easily, really easily, and I'm feeling good right now. Believes fully in the idea of putting good foods into his body yeah. to help fuel his workouts and whatnot, but also like. Everyone like enjoys eating, eating yep. shitty foods. Yep. <laughs> I, as the dummy in all arenas of the of the partnership between Drew and I, except, except for getting lean, because I yeah. I'm a guy who came from the bodybuilding world and right. was obsessive about things like what can you do to get from six percent body fat to four. And and although the body bodybuilding world is geeky and dorky and seems completely uh, well, inappropriate it's, it, it's it is the place where and even nutritional scientists will agree where a lot of the groundbreaking science comes out. from because people but, right. are but, but it's neurotic. not but to be fair it's not focused on health right it's focused yeah. on outcome and performance right. some of that which is fine but you, we learn from it in the meantime and i got i got into drinking bulletproof coffee uh, about a year ago over your and i i was already into the idea of uh, saturate, healthy saturated fats yeah. um, to be more metabolic. And I was putting coconut oil in my coffee and whatnot, coconut oil in food. Um, and I knew some endurance athletes, and these are guys who are you know triathletes and things like that, who had foregone the idea of carb loading. And I'd see them eating uh, coconut oil like ice cream out of a tub. And I'm like, you got to be effing kidding me. <laughs> so as you know, I started studying it more and more. I got on to uh, the bulletproofexec.com and I started studying the stuff you were doing. So then I get Drew into it. And he's like, I, I don't fucking buy that. <laughs> Next thing you know, a couple teaspoons of MCT oil I into his in. coffee. And the you, you felt acid. it? I did feel it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did feel it. And I, and I felt it. I was mostly interested in appetite uh, control. Mm-hmm. 
and and I love coffee, and I thought well, this is an interesting idea, and I and I was aware of some of the membrane ideas. I, I thought, well, it may or may not be real, but let's give it a shot, and um, I'll be damned. Yeah, I, I, you know, I really it affects affect too, as well as alertness. Yes, yeah, it, it makes me nicer to yeah. have bulletproof coffee. <laughs> well, I'm a man who suffers from depression. Sincere depression. I take SSRIs. Wait, well, in I'm, fact, is the MCT we have, is, is that their product? That's yes. A, okay, your guys gave it to us at the Weenie Roast the, or something, The orange right? one, the, the Brain Octane. Yeah, right? yeah, and I started, now I've started. No, 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 it's just the, the plain it's, it's the upgraded MCT, MCT. Yes. okay. Yeah. And then I started worrying, what am I going to do when I run out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do? Is, is it available online somewhere? Yeah, it's, a, it's on right. bulletproof.com, okay. bulletproofexec.com. Right. Uh, back to, back to okay. your story. Let's, so you're let's, traveling let's, Asia. Yeah. Okay. I'm traveling Asia, and I've already been on an Atkins diet. I've been a raw vegan. I've experimented with so many diets because I don't like having food cravings. I don't like having brain fog and I don't like being a fat ass. Yeah. And I'd been that way for a long time. So this was kind of a survival thing, like the quality of life for me. And when I'm inflamed, my, my knees hurt all the time and I just don't like being in pain. So I'm at this very high altitude walking around Mount Kailash. It's the headwaters of the Indus and Ganges and somewhere around 16, 17,000 feet. <sighs> I, I've done high altitude mountaineering stuff in South America, and you feel like crap oh, at high altitude. You want to die. I, I can't stand it. Yeah. Well, I feel you take like, oxygen with you. Uh, no, you don't need to at those altitudes. But it was cold, and I was acclimated. But just to feel better. I mean, you take it just to it feel. It would have been nice. Yeah. I, I had to have the Sherpa do it. <laughs> but here's the weird thing: in Tibet, I felt like like a great golden god. I was I actually was hungry at sixteen, seventeen thousand feet. Yeah. It's, it's not, above 10, I feel just nausea. Yeah. That's it, all I feel. I mean, that's all the time. really hot. I know that. And taking Diamox and yeah. all these things. Oh. The reason I felt so good was I was drinking like 25 cups of yak butter tea at these little guest houses. It was negative 10 degrees. It was cold. And these little Tibetan people with superpowers would give me this yak butter tea, which is just tea, salt, and yak butter all blended together. And these nomads carry blenders and car batteries to make it. And and I drank it, and I'm like, I feel so good. And it was markedly different from South America where there's no yak butter. And when I came back to the States, I, I just want that buzz again. So I bought some you know, Twinnings tea, and I bought some generic butter, and it tasted like absolute crap. <laughs> yeah. So I taste tested all the butters and realized it's grass-fed butter that does that effect. And then I switched to coffee versus tea. For years, I'd been familiar with the difference and how different coffees make you feel different. And I dug in a lot on the research around mold toxins in coffee. It turns out the U.S. doesn't have any legal limits on mycotoxins. These are the secondary metabolite toxins that mold makes during the process of making green coffee beans. Huh. So all the beans that aren't good enough for Europe get sent somewhere, and it tends to be North America. And I'm sensitive, particularly so, to one of those toxins. And it turns out there's a bunch of them that form. So I optimized the process to reduce toxin formation. And I made an ultra clean coffee, one that I lab test that, to not have these toxins. When I blended that with the butter, I was like, all right, the appetite suppression has happened. I feel really good. And then I started adding the MCT oil, which is extracted from coconut oil. It turns out there's four kinds of MCT, four different lengths of these fats. So mixed chain triglycerides. Medium tri chain. Medium yeah. chain right, triglycerides <clears throat> and it's that about, are mixed also. It's about 62% of the fat in coconut oil is these things. Hold on one second, Mr. Asprey. Uh, we're here with Dave Asprey from BulletproofExec.com. He's the man behind Bulletproof Coffee and other Bulletproof products. We unfortunately have to take a quick break, but we're right at the point where he started to discover MCTs and stuff. Don't move. We'll get more later. 
Hey, I want to take a minute to bring up Amazon, who has been a great supporter of Loveline, our podcast, and uh, which used to be behind a paywall, and now we have sponsors. And the way we were able to remove that paywall was with those sponsors and now with Amazon click-throughs. Amazon gives Loveline a small commission each and every time you buy something with our affiliate program, provide you click-through on the Amazon banner on our website. Buy exactly what your loved ones want and have it shipped directly to your home. No hassle, no stress, no lines. Just go to Podcast One, go to the Loveline landing page, click the Amazon banner, or go to lovelineshow.com and click on the Amazon banner there. Everything you purchase from that link will help keep the wind in the sail of this production and this podcast. Both Loveline and Mike and Drew and everything in Podcast One needs a taste to stay afloat. Keep the podcast free. If you bookmark the page, you'll be able to skip the stages and support the podcast by buying what you are already planning on purchasing. So go ahead and bookmark the page right through that banner. All right, Brian, if people have not been listening to the Film Vault Weekly, what have they missed? Well, who are these people? They're people that don't listen. Why don't they listen? I don't know. They missed some pretty fantastic top five lists, including... Portrayals of the devil. They have no idea. Top five wedding scenes, top five dumb characters, which they are for not listening. That was a great list, by the way. Top five dumb characters. That's a pretty good one. Uh, Top five weapons. Top five inanimate objects. So please, please do yourselves and your ears a favor. Listen to the Film Vault. The Film Vault over on Podcast One. That's O-N-E. Welcome back to the Mike and Dr. Drew show. We are uh, with the man behind BulletproofExec.com and Bulletproof.com, Mr. Dave Asprey. And we were just finding out how you, uh, from your trips uh, abroad and mostly in Tibet with yak butter tea, you're back in America. You want to simulate that. You're now with coffee uh, without molds, very clean coffee, and you've added the the grass-fed butter, and now you're getting to the point where you discover medium-chain triglycerides. In the anti-aging nonprofit group called Silicon Valley Health Institute that I've been running, this group was one of the first to import coconut oil because of these MCTs that are in coconut oil. The problem is that only the very shortest chains have the most metabolic effects. So about 6% of coconut oil is the shortest MCT, and that's the one that most quickly turns to ketones. In fact, your liver doesn't even process that MCT the same as the other ones. So the most powerful thing that I add to my coffee is called brain octane oil. And this is something I make, full disclosure, I'm not trying to pitch you, but this is why I put it in my coffee. That's different than the stuff we're taking, though. Yeah, it's, it, it is medium-chain triglyceride oil, taking, but it, yeah. it, it, I, I would say I'm actually going to ask you what's the difference between upgraded MCT and sure. the brain octane. Upgraded MCT is a mix of the two shortest lengths, and brain octane is just the shortest length. Okay. So you feel a difference in mental function more on the brain octane. Is there a difference in effect uh, of the... Metabolic effect? You're saying effect like mood? No, no. I mean, what's the difference, I guess, in the metabolic effect? The difference is that the brain octane has less of a GI distress problem. Uh. When people take too much upgraded MCT, they can get something we call disaster pants. It gives you the runs if you take too much of it. Right. Brain octane has much less of that effect, and it has a stronger cognitive boost. And the reason it does that is it gives you more ketones. And the more ketones you have, the easier it is for your brain cells to use the ketones. And there are certain parts of the neurons that prefer ketones to glucose. If they're both present, which they can be, you can eat sugar and take brain octane oil and have ketones and glucose present at the same time. These are the two and only two fuel sources you can have. I was also talking to someone that said that these mixed chain, medium medium chain, chain, why do I want to call them mixed? Medium chains, triglycerides are used immediately in membrane, uh, not just function, but repair that it's absorbed very rapidly into the brain. So a lot of it is not even used metabolically. It's just used structurally. Is that accurate? That is very interesting. In the studies that I've seen, 
that's only been proven in infants and kids. When their brains are growing so much. Yeah, because in fact the ketones can cross the blood-brain barrier very yeah. quickly and then the infant brain will actually reassemble those into the fats required uh, for the brain. Not all the fats. You still need DHA and some EPA, but it's mostly DHA and ketones that make kid I'm trying brains. To, I'm trying to think structurally how you get a triglyceride into a ketone. I mean, you, get a, you can get a... This stuff goes for, it goes to beta-hydroxybutyrate, then acetyl-coenzyme A, and then ATP. Okay. This is where I come in and I go, I don't know any of that smart guy stuff. But it's just for, how it goes, how for it creates 25 energy. Years, it's just how it creates energy. For 25 years, the guys who are the foremost authorities in the world of getting shredded, okay? I mean, <laughs> I'm talking about guys like Dan Duquesne, yeah. Lyle McDonald, who we yeah. had mm-hmm. on your uh, your podcast. podcast like, yeah, yeah. I mean, these are the people who the guys who are shredded go to to get more. Um, they have been, uh, Dorian Yates, the bodybuilder, have been uh, talking about and, 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 and promoting the idea of when your carbs get below a certain level and you're, then uh, obviously your glucose levels um, that to fuel you in your performance, the only thing that's going to replace that and sometimes even improve upon that is ketone bodies. And when you intake fat, the only thing that kind of bypasses uh, the parts of digestion to give you that instantaneous energy are medium chain triglycerides. Right. Right. They're so cheating. When you're dieting, it is a lifesaver, and that's where it all came in. Well, the, to, for of me. all the stuff I've seen in the last ten years, though, in terms of brain effects, the, these triglycerides and the fish oil really starts to look pretty clear. Like there's something really going on here. Yeah, I'm not still not clear which combination of fish oil. Do you have a sense of what that should be in the terms of the ratio of EPA D- to DHA? Exactly. I don't know the perfect balance. There's so much research around DHA, but it tends to be more important for women and for younger people. Then I keep hearing that it's in relation to EPA. Right. <laughs> and, and so I don't know what that relationship should be. I tend to recommend krill oil on the Bulletproof sort of top 10 supplements list. And the reason for that is that it's phosphorylated, so it's easier for the brain to use. And, and I have concerns about taking masses of fish oil because too much fish oil, the stuff is unstable in light and air. So if you try and make cell membranes entirely out of fish oil, they will create free radicals in the body because they aren't stable in oxygen and we breathe oxygen. Makes sense. So you want enough saturated fat in your cell membranes in order to have stability, and then you want enough of the omega-3 fats, the EPA, DHA, to provide flexibility so you can express receptors through the membrane. So even though krill oil provides much less, if you just look at sheer numbers, much less EPA and DHA than, say, a, a high-quality fish oil supplement, it's still uh, more readily used by the body for by benefit. The, by the brain. By the brain. And probably the cell membranes because okay. of the phosphorylation. But this is going out on a limb here. I don't right. have this is all. Studies. This is all right. It, it, what would be interesting is if you, got, if you could have the clinical response studies and then hypothesize this is why it's happening. So. We're joined by Dave Asprey, the man behind... Now it's uh, anecdotal. It, it is anecdotal. Yeah. Man behind Bulletproof Coffee and a, a, a really uh, excellent line of products at bulletproofexec.com and upgradedself.com. Um Dave, how do you? Okay, let's, we've now gotten to the point where you got your 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 kind of um, marquee mix of of ingredients. It's the coffee, the high quality coffee, the the grass fed butter, and that was another big sell for Doctor. I know I it, took, it took I me a like, while to I buy was that. Like, said, Get grass fed butter. <laughs> he <laughs> bought it in. He brought it in. He goes, Here it is. <laughs> and I started. I go, All right, now I'm gonna do it. He brought and, him in the carry gold. Yeah. I was like, This is the stuff. Yeah. Um, and I and I said, uh, uh, and also now the 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 MCT oil. How do you, I mean, look, to guys like Dr. Drew and I um, and, and guys and gals out there in the fitness world, people who are familiar with the idea of healthy fats, probably not that big of a, of a, of a sales pitch to get someone to put 30 grams of fat in their morning coffee. How do you, as a, as a businessman, how do you kind of sell the idea of people taking in fat on purpose, saturated fat at that? 
you just get them to try it for one day. Okay. And Dr. Drew, you know the mental feeling that you notice. Your appetite's yeah. gone. You stop craving sugar on day one. The, yeah. the cravings, the constant thinking about the bagel, no bagel, I'm not going to eat you. And, and this inner yeah. dialogue, That's... it goes away. And it goes away on day one. And then you're like, oh my God, lunch came and went and I didn't eat it. I, I didn't care about food for a day. It's liberating. And, yeah. you, you get a little nervous about the amount of butter though. That's yeah. the part that feels funny. It's like, oh, I feel full. <laughs> I was like, wait, there's got to be something wrong with this. The, something interesting happened to me and, and in the course of writing the Bulletproof Diet book, by the way, I do have to say bulletproofdietbook.com. I'll send you the infographic for free. Only pitch I'll make. Yeah. I found out that the half-life of fats in your cell membranes is 600 days. That means if you start eating a lot of butter now, it's going to take almost two years for you to replace half your cell membranes with stable fats. And for the first two years I did this, I just said either saturated fat isn't bad for you. And I've seen so much research that says it's not, at least clean saturated fat. Lately, yep, it's starting to come in again. I said, all right, I'm, I'm just going to try it and I'm going to track my inflammation. I'm going to track my blood marks. I'm going to look at my testosterone. I'm going to look at all these things that I've done as an anti-aging guy for a long time. And what I didn't expect was that I would just have this freedom from hunger and that my willpower would go up and that my brain would just work and that I'd stop having to struggle to remember words. And it was an amazing gift for me. And since people feel it the first time they try it, it once they get over that, ew, butter, like it's the same as cream. You put cream in your coffee, you eat ice cream. It, it's the same fat, but it doesn't have the casein, the milk protein. Milk protein sticks to the antioxidants, the phenols in coffee, the catechins. And when it does that, you don't absorb them. So mm. when you use milk – or sorry, when you use butter, which is relatively free of casein, especially cultured butter, you're getting about 3.4 times the antioxidants into the body because they're not bound up. So you end up getting a burst of the good stuff. You end up getting a modulation of the gut bacteria that happens from the combination of coffee and fat, at least in rats and almost certainly in humans as well. So there's all these different things it does. And I stumbled onto it because these Tibetans figured it out 10,000 years <laughs> he, ago. He told me the story what, about a couple months ago. He told me that story. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> this is a wild story. Yeah. No, I still am not clear. How, is there an ought amount? Like how much should you be consuming? How much? I recommend for most people about two tablespoons. And but that's your morning. That's in the morning. That's in the morning. In the morning. But is, if you in the afternoon, you refuel with that or is that it for the day? I'll have one or two. I might have one around lunch or before two. You don't want to mess with your sleep. Yeah. If it's a, a long day or I just really want a lot of focus or no hunger, I would do that. But I'll, I'll drink a lot less of that than I would of normal coffee back when I was, you know, three triple lattes a day just to keep going because it sticks with you. Sure. So you drink this. The question, though, is how Mr. much Mr. Aspie, fat? I hate to interrupt, but I would like to point out it, it, to help promote the idea of uh, of – uh, the idea of upgraded coffee and bulletproof coffee is that not only does the appetite suppression stick with you, the caffeine buzz lasts a lot longer. Yeah. I think it, I think there's a much more kind of uh, uh, sustained buzz yeah. to it as someone who's without question a caffeine addict. I mean, I, I yeah. definitely abuse caffeine. I find that when I put the the healthy fats in my coffee in the morning, I can go another seven eight hours without having to get that buzz, as opposed to three. Before. It's magic. It yeah. is such a big difference. And it was for me when I started my blog. Like I had a, I have a good career in Silicon Valley. I've done lots of fun things and I've been blessed. So I said, it's not fair that I was a fat young man with brain fog. And I ended up spending like $300,000 on every test and every supplement, everything I could think of crazy or not crazy, because at a certain point you're desperate. And I had a lot of money when I was a young man and the company went bankrupt. I lost all the money, but it was enough that I got an unfair chance to fix what was going on with me and to learn all this. So I thought I would just share it for free. 
And I started writing about Bulletproof Coffee. Is like, this is my most precious thing that gets me going every day. Maybe you'll like it. And it just became a groundswell from there. And all the other stuff that I've put up there, and there's a lot of research, like a quarter million words. It's just stuff that worked for me that maybe isn't popular, but it comes from the mashup of like bodybuilding, which isn't about health, and anti-aging, which isn't about looking good or yeah. even right. feeling good, like right. starving. And you mash those up and something magic happens. And I just want to feel good all the time and look decent. I don't even want to look like a Greek god. I'm married. I don't have to look and like no that. And no, I mean no one really should want to be that guy to, be, yeah. to look like an Olympic sprinter all the time. Yeah. But the idea of feeling better – and feeling better about yourself and performing better in whatever it is you do, I think everybody should want that. Why wouldn't you? You know, even if you're if you're a stay at home dad, like yeah. you want the mental energy to keep up with your kids and not snap at them when they like do crazy stuff. Yeah, and for me, like the emotional stability has changed just changed my life to be honest because I feel like I'm in charge of my body. I own my biology instead of it owning me. Now the bulletproof diet that's going to be your next big step, their big yeah. pet project, and and as someone who's familiar with your website, bulletproofexec.com. By the way, bulletproof.com, you you give pretty much the 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 scaffolding of the bulletproof diet right there on the website if you're if you're interested in looking, um, and it's pretty much just avoiding things that create inflammation. Yeah, I, I mean, it, 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 is there more detail to the idea of the bulletproof diet? Yeah, there's also a timing component, mm-hmm. and it turns out that I'm going to warn everybody. We got about two minutes. We got to wrap the podcast up. Yeah, so yeah. all right, I'll do it. Have fast. at it. Yeah. So the idea is in the morning, fat for sure, and maybe protein. Tons of vegetables all day. This is not a meat-only kind of diet. Moderate protein because excessive protein causes inflammation. Enough protein to build muscle but not enough to cause it to be fuel. Which is how much? It depends a lot on your activity level, your sex and all that. And there's guidelines in the book and on the website. We won't go into that in the two Kinds of protein? Does it matter? It does matter. I'm a huge fan of collagen. Grass-fed collagen is is something that really, really helps because your cells are generally made out of collagen. And we miss it entirely. So it meats around the bone, things like that? It was meats that. on the bone. And I take collagen protein powder. I make one. It's called upgraded collagen. And I use that a lot. I put it in my coffee sometimes. And I, I do bone broth and things like that, organ meats and grass-fed meat, not industrial meat, because you just don't want the fats. The wrong fats are in industrial meat, not to mention all the toxins from what they feed them, all the excessive corn and whatnot. So you do that. And then if you're going to have carbs, and this is not a zero-carb diet. If you're going to have carbs, you want moderate to low carbs, and you would eat them towards the evening because they help sleep. And this is pretty well established, what they do to serotonin, and the anti-aging people have done this for years. So few carbs in the evening. There it is, backloading of the carbs. It's a, This is stuff that, again, Mr. Asprey, you'll back me up on this. People who are much smarter than us, just through intuition, have been doing for 10,000 years. Exactly. And it seemed to work for them. And well, it's, we, again, the invisible hand of evolution at yeah. work. Uh, this is great. We really I went, appreciate it. I mean, we could in. stay here really, all day you. talking to you, man. We, but we, Dave geek Asprey, out, we geek out on this stuff. So. Dave awesome. Asprey uh, from Bulletproof.com, BulletproofExec.com, and look for the Bulletproof Diet, which should be coming... December 2nd, BulletproofDietBook.com. Get the infographic for free now. All right. I support this guy. He makes a lot of great products. Thank you so much, Dave. Come back and join us some other time soon. It was an honor anytime. Awesome, man. Awesome. Dave Asprey, thanks a lot, guys. And good night. We love you. Assalamu alaikum. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program. Buying a car can be a stressful experience, but True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Last month, over 45,000 cars were sold by the True Car Certified Dealer Network and TrueCar.com. Users save an average of $3,046 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what other people paid for the car you're looking for. Then, register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. 
And the third step is simple. Just print out your True Car Savings Certificate and take it to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features are not available in all states. Every day, TrueCar.com users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com.